Good day, everyone. Welcome to the next episode of The Sound of Imagery. This is everyone here from last week. Thank you for joining. Let's get into it. Lee Herbert, we've got some big news here. Are you center stage with your new Apple iPad? Oh, hang on. No, I'm, I'm actually just going to call it out. This isn't, we're not welcoming everyone to the next episode. We're welcoming everyone to this episode because the next episode would be next week. True. It? You're quite right. Yes. You're a I, was, I, was, I was doing multitasking and I couldn't. Yeah. Isn't he? <laughs> wow. Right into it. My, no, my... let's do an episode into the future. That'd be Ooh. novel. Yeah. That, what did you do this week? Anyway, oh. Palpatine, what, what's going on? You've got a very monochrome <laughs> background there. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so Apple, um, announced new iPhones this week, um, and new iPads and new, uh, watches, which is all very cool. And you um, predicted that last week. Yeah, but that's, you know, you, I just but, take it. It was a compliment. Thank you. Thank you. Um, um, I, I mean, from my, from my, so some cool new stuff with, uh, the, ca- I mean, it's, it, you know, it's interesting that, that the cameras, are actually, I think, one of the biggest focuses for Apple on the iPhones. And mm. I think the main reason for that is because the iPhone is such a mature product. There's not a lot else that they can improve. Like, I'm not saying it's perfect, but I'm saying in terms of if you think about the history of the iPhone, um, you know, when it first came out, there were no apps. There was no copy and paste. Um, you, know, you kids, the, you kids today don't appreciate how good you got it. Uh, but but it's, it, you know, there's there's... There's very little for us to get excited about other than the cameras with the iPhone because you know they've they've added most of what people wanted and they do what they need to do. Um, So and even with the cameras, the the physical side of the cameras, faster apertures, better light. You know they're they're more sensitive. So I I don't think it's bigger sensors, but I think it's it's faster apertures. So they're they're better in low light. Um, The ultra wide now does autofocus. Um, I'm a little embarrassed to admit that I didn't know that it didn't do that before, uh, but I guess it's ultra wide. So who, everything's in focus. Um, so <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, so the ultra wide has been improved um, on the, on the phones. Uh, for me, the really exciting stuff is, is the software and, and the AI and, and the features that they've introduced. So um, they've introduced in video, uh, so you know how in photo they've got what's called portrait mode. So it gives you like the fake bokeh and, and, and the background's kind of blurred. Um, I thought that was real. No, sorry. Oh. Um, look at look at the hair. It's it's pretty good. I mean, and this is the thing. It's it's and this is going to get something I want to talk a little bit about it later. Is things always get better? So they've introduced uh, focus stacking um, in video. And I'm really keen to see how this works because so for those who aren't, aren't familiar with it, basically you can focus, you can go, you can take, let's say you're shooting fairly shallow depth of field. So let's say you're focused on um, my hand here and then I take my hand away and the camera quickly focuses to my face. And cinematographers use this feature very often um, to help guide the audience because we focus from one thing to the other. And we're basically telling the audience, first, we want you to, we want you to focus on this. And then we want you to focus on that. And we use the actual focus of the lens to change the audience's focus from different things in the shot. And so you can now, and you've kind of been able to do this with iPhones before, but because the sensors were so small, the way you would do this to sort of trick it is you'd have to focus on something really close. So you'd have to put your phone like, 
a couple of inches away from the thing that's in focus, pull away, and then it would focus on the background. But you couldn't focus on something that was, let's say, more than half a foot away from the camera, if that makes sense. It does. It does. Um, yeah. So, so, so you, you could kind of do this, but it wouldn't really work the way you can with you know, quote unquote bigger cameras. Uh, whereas now the iPhone will do this in video. But, but again, they've used software, which is really, again, I'll, let's see how well it works because I'm always semi-doubtful about software. But the software actually does this automatically in some instances. So it will know if there's a face and if the face turns away. So let's say, for example, I'm looking at, you know, you, you're seeing me and there's someone in the background. The camera will focus on me. If I turn around and the camera sees the side of my face, it will assume that it then has to focus on the other face. And then when it sees, and then when I turn my head back to the camera and it sees my face again, it'll pull the focus back to my face, which or is pretty cool. It. Or you oh, can tap cool. it. Yeah. You or, or you can tap it or, or you can lock it off or, or you can lock focus. <clears throat> so you, so you can tell it to track focus. And so, and the, and the really cool thing about this, and I'm really keen to see how this works is apparently you can do it in post. Oh, so, so oh, wow. yeah. So apparently and I, I've got no idea how they're doing this because they haven't sort of given technical information. It's next episode. That's that's how they're doing yeah, it. Yeah, next week. But this is the future episode, so we should know by now. But didn't someone that's bring out a camera a couple of years ago that had like 16 lenses? There was, it was, was, it called, light, was it called light. Lytro? Yeah. Light, yeah, and then you use yeah, the light. post yeah. to decide which, which, which so, um, yeah, take so, you wanted to use. So, so there has been something like this, but that was with photography. It wasn't with video. Yeah, and true. Does anybody remember how well the Lytro worked? I had both of them on review, and I can tell you how well they worked. Not so much. <laughs> for, the, for those <laughs> listening, he made a zero, a zero symbol. Um, yeah. So, yeah, again, it's, it's, I, I'm really keen to see how well it works. I presume how they're doing it is they're actually capturing from all three cameras, um, or they're using the LIDAR or, or, or mixture of both. And like, I'm just really keen to see how, because they've said that feature will be available in iMovie and in Final Cut. And I'm really keen to see how, is that going to be, is that going to be like metadata in the file? So it's, I'm really curious to see how they do it. Um, Can I ask you a question? Shoot. Oh, wise one, Yoda. Um do you think that Apple, you know, in, in the early days, Apple was all about pocketable computing with their iPhones, right? Yeah. So it was about challenging computer brands, tablet brands, other phone brands. Do you think now that they've really set their sights on, we're now going to challenge the camera market seriously? It depends which market you mean, because, I mean, if it's point and shoot, they've decimated it already. Mm, if it's uh, you know mirrorless and DSLRs, oh, it's you know you you can achieve very similar results mm. with with phones now, um, but it's not as easy. And and it's interesting. Like I've been I've, I haven't really been involved in that many conversations online about this. Um, I've been watching a lot of conversations online about this since it was announced. I don't get involved because. Um, quite frankly, I think most conversations online is like trying to push diarrhea uphill. It's pointless and you get covered in poo. Um, nice. But feel free to steal that. I, I want that to, 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 to trend. Um, just put it in a bucket. I want to put it on a t-shirt. 
the phrase and just have like a piece of toilet paper coming off it. Why are we talking about poo now? I thought we were talking about apple. Sorry. So, but but the conversation was basically so so the the next and it ties in nicely to um the next thing that I want to talk about is is you can now record in ProRes, and ProRes is. Uh, the industry standard in terms of file types. I think like, like JPEG, but it, or PNG, it's actually closer to sort of PNG because it's, it's not raw, although you do get ProRes raw, but that's another conversation. Um, and it's not, um, you know, H264. It's, it's, it's a very good capture codec and it's a very good editing codec. And it's also a very good delivery codec. It's sort of one codec to rule them all. Um, and the reason why it's so good is that sort of bite for bite, it gives you, the file sizes are going to be huge compared to what people are used to up until now, but relatively speaking, like if you were comparing it to shooting raw video, the file sizes are very manageable, um, but you get fantastic quality and they're very easy to work with. Um, anyone who's tried to shoot on some of the latest Sony cameras or some of the latest Canon cameras, and then taking that footage and put it into Premiere or DaVinci or whatever, um, you need a really beefy computer because those files aren't opti- they, they capture files, they, they capture formats as opposed to editing formats. And very often um, editors will take the file types that you get off the cameras and convert them into ProRes versions of those because they're so much easier to work with. So yeah. ProRes is really exciting. Now it's interesting because a lot of cinematographers that I saw were a bit grumpy about this. Um, number one, because ProRes is about, it's at least over a decade old. So it is quite a, quite an old format and there are newer formats, but so it's VHS. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, it's also, it's kind of like, and, and it's interesting. Like I saw one, one cinematographer saying, you know, oh, it's an old format. Like why didn't they use some, something new or why did they use that? Um, and another cinematographer sort of came back and said, well, because it's bulletproof, you know, it's, it's been tried and tested. We all use it. We, it, it works great. Um, which I think is, a, a, you know, it's kind of like going, why do we still have wheels on cars? Because they work, you know? Um, so of course the prevailing argument there would be, well, you, this is, there are better wheels. So also Apple hasn't yet said, now that feature is coming later in a software update. So that capturing and ProRes won't be available at launch. Um, and it's only on the pro models. And this, this was, this was sort of a nod to the file sizes that we're going to be dealing with shooting ProRes. If you want to shoot at the higher quality of ProRes, you can't get the 120 gig phone. It's got, you got to get at least a 256 because I think Apple's kind of going, yeah, those files are going to be big. <laughs> Is that why they brought out the 512? You mean the one terabyte? You can now get a one yeah. terabyte. Oh, really? The oh, really? Yeah. Wow. yeah, wow. If you um, have $2,700 spare. Yeah. That's how much a one terabyte iPhone is, $2,700. Can you tell crazy. me how many real camera and lens combos you can get for that? Oh, a lot, a lot. Now, that- talking, talking about backup, actually, I'm interested to hear from Simon. What What is your backup system that you use? <laughs> Don't go there. Uh, it depends it's really like fingers crossed no 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 it's not um i've got two eight terabyte gtex uh that i import directly from card straight to the the gtex once i've finished that i use carbon copy cloner and they go off to one of two nasas that are sitting in the cupboard over there uh i've got a separate nas it does my security uh and i've got a separate nas in queenscliff for all my business stuff and they flow back and forth between each other it gets really complicated, but 
when you come from a nerd background, that's how it is. What do you do? Sorry. Yeah. There's drives everywhere, like drives everywhere. Yeah. yeah. It's almost as bad as Lee's. You're you're plugged into the cloud, right? Yeah. My wife's always said that, yeah, she she knows I'm going to die buried under an avalanche of hard drives. (laughs) Um, Fair enough. But it, no, I've, I've got much better. So I've got similar to, to Simon, um, I've got a GTEC Shuttle Excel, which is what I use as my main editing drive. Um, and that then gets backed up onto Simon's old Promise Pegasus. Um, and that gets backed up onto another Synology. Um, and then what I should do is take another Synology that's actually in my garage and t- drop and leave it at my in-laws who live like 20 minutes away and have that syncing um, online, but video files are huge. I think my father-in-law would kill me because his internet would just grind to a halt. So I'm I don't sure do that. Um, sure but I was chatting to some people. There's 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 a there's a company called Backblaze, which mm. I think they charge about I think it's five US dollars or ten US dollars a month um, to back up your computer to the cloud, and they'll back up the computer and any hard drives that are plugged into it. Now, I'm curious to see the fine print on that because. I've the two hard drives that I've got directly plugged into my computer are 70 terabytes and 48 terabytes. So I will do it. You just have to pay. Yeah. I'd I'd be curious to see if they charge extra for that or that counts on the, I've been told that that counts. Um, But just think how long it would take me to upload all of that. And And you you send them a disc to start. Yeah, you send and, them a disk and give them first snapshot, and then they just um, do snapshots afterwards. And it's just small updates every now and then. But you can't send seventy terabytes. Yeah, I was just going to like, you know how much that thing costs? Yeah, I can't buy yeah. another one and send it to them. Um, but yeah, wow. I, I, look, I mean, I could start the upload and it'd be done in a few, in you know, a year or two. Oh um, God! I tried and, to send my kids to CPG headquarters this morning <laughs> if there was no internet. Not sure they thought it was funny. Anyway. <laughs> That, the kids are TPG. <laughs> Either. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, um, can we just get, Leah, I, I, I'm stuck on something you said. You said, and this is why I think you don't start online, uh, com- you, don't, you don't go into forums and say things like this because, you know, there's people like me. Uh, <laughs> but you said that any iPhone can take a photo as good as a camera. You said that. They were your yeah. words. We can no, rewind. I- no, no, and I, and 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 I, and I stand by that. And here's the thing, and, and this is, I'm going to make a very, very general comment. Um, so I appreciate this is sort of a general comment, and, and there's a lot of caveats to this. But generally, the more you spend on gear, like you can do almost anything, like you can get almost the same results with almost any gear. But generally, the more money you spend on the gear, the easier it's going to be to get those results. So. You know, you could get so like like for example, I shot a whole pilot for a show that I wanted to pitch um, last year on iPhones uh, for for a whole bunch of various reasons. That, During the day outside, yeah, well, see, yes, I don't know. There was some there were some nighttime shots as well, which we didn't use because it didn't work that well. We didn't have such such good light. And but the, 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 one of the reasons why I wanted to shoot that and test it was whenever I, I love watching these behind the scenes. Um, things about whenever they do a shot on iPhone commercial, mm-hmm. you watch the behind the scenes and there's three trucks worth of lighting gear and a crew <laughs> of 40. And it's like, well, like an oil painting could look good with that much light. You know, it's yeah. like, like no matter how bad the scent, 
bad or good the sensor is. I'm not saying it's a bad sensor. It's a good sensor. But no matter how challenged the camera might be, if you've got good light, you can make any almost anything look good. That's and what and why I wanted to try and shoot this pilot. So this was like a it was like a, a travel show based around iPhoneography and that kind of stuff. Um, is that I wanted to see if we could shoot this video and deliver it to look like like professional content by just using whatever light was available to us. Cause because it was very sort of documentary style. And so we didn't have any controlled lighting. Like it was all just natural light, and we had to work with what we had. And except for one shot where we're in, 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 in you know, one of those famous um, Melbourne laneways where it was a little bit dark. I, I think, except for that one shot, I cannot tell that this thing was shot on iPhones. If I can jump in there, I'd say a year ago, Simon, you're probably right. A camera would do a better job. But now, having looked at the AI behind the yeah, thing, I don't know. I think, I, mean... I think Apple in good light is taking better photos than what you're getting on a $10,000 camera. In my if opinion. you're looking at it on here, sure, absolutely. If you're printing it, oh yeah, printing, that's different. Yeah, that's different. Yeah. yeah, but if you're looking on anything bigger than that, like an iPad or a, I mean, when did you last you look print at something? I'm not talking about me though. I mean, we're yeah. talking about everybody. We're saying generally that an iPhone yeah. looks better than well, a camera, and I disagree. Well, I'd be curious. I think to for know... the general masses, for the for the general purpose, like you could easily go on holidays with just this now. Yeah. Five years ago, no way in hell. These these days, absolutely, easily. But it comes down to lighting and knowing a little bit about what you're doing. And I think if you just gave any old man or woman, woman or man, an iPhone and a camera and said, go take some photos and put the camera on auto mode, you'd get better photos back out of the camera. Yeah. I'd, be, cu- I'd be curious to know, I mean, I, I, I've got no idea how they do it, but I mean, I've, do you remember like for, for a while a- Apple had an ad campaign? I think they've done it a few times, like shot on iPhone and you see these giant billboards around town. Yeah. I'd love to know how they've printed. Cause I mean, there you go. There's, I presume those were shot on iPhone. Interpretation. And, and they've, you know, they're billboards. Um, well, but also, also you don't get up close. You don't get up close. Yeah, to personal yeah, yeah, I was about to say, I've never stood right next to it and gone yeah. hmm, pixel peep. They have yeah, come yeah. a hell of a long way. They have. No question. Yeah. And often they place those like next to a freeway where you're traveling at speed. You can't <laughs> quite get a, look, a yeah. yeah, you don't have time to get a really clear look at it's it. Like a bird. While still, yeah, you know, you and know so they look great. Do, just just hold out your iPhone and take a photo of it. Yeah, <laughs> look at it later. <laughs> See how it works. But you know, it's 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 interesting. And that, print that, it. It's interesting yeah. that you talk about this because I mean yes. I, like I was thinking about this today. Like with with the with the focus thing that that um that they've introduced with the video, um, again, there's 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 an interesting conversation going on online on Twitter that I've been following between cinematographers who are going like they're a little some not 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 all not a lot but some are a little bit upset that Apple's marketing and again you got to remember this is marketing um, Apple's marketing is that the new iPhone you know, it's going to change cinematography and it's, it's, it's a cinematic tool and you can all that kind of stuff. And they're making sort of a lot of points in the sense that it, it's not, you know, it's, but on it's not in the sense that, um, you know, you still need lighting, you still need good audio, you still need to know what you're doing. Um, and on the other side, interestingly enough, a lot of uh, mobile journalists have been saying like, that might be 
true for your industry, but in mobile journalism, you know, a lot of them, particularly if you look in, in countries where um, they may not have as many resources, their phone is their camera, their microphone. It's how they publish. Yeah. It's how they write. It, it's, it's, it's their computer. It's everything. It's how they bank crypto yeah. too. Yeah. It's how they bank. It, exactly. It's, it's, it's their world sort of thing. Um, but something that I was thinking about was like, there is a hint of, oh, damn, is this thing going to replace me? No, you but know, that's because- not who they're targeting, though. When they say that it's a cinematographer's tool, they're saying that for the masses, here's mm. your chance to take to, to step it up a notch. Yeah, You're all and, creating and content like- for TikTok. You're all creating content for YouTube. They're not marketing that at cinematographers to say, we're on your, you know, we're on your doorstep. It's, it's, it's a cinematic it's to- mode. Yeah, yeah it's, to, I, I, it's to appeal to everyone else. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I think you're absolutely right. Um, it, it's just I, I, but I can see the, I can see the side of the argument where actual cinematographers are getting it, are a little bit grumpy because they're like, you're marketing it as, as a, as a, as a cinema, you know, as, as, as a filmmaker's tool, um, like cinematographers use, and not, not none of us, but there are plenty of us that wouldn't use it, like none of us would use it as an ACAM for most projects. Um, but I would argue that it's definitely good enough to be used as a B cam. A PD-150 was an A cam on a shoot I was on 25 years ago, and it's got to be better than a PD-150. What is a PD-150? It's a Sony from when they were dinosaurs. Yeah. Oh, th- those Mavica style <laughs> ones? No, not quite, but almost. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. And, Talking about and, retro cameras. Sorry, go on. No, uh, my, my last thing, and then we can move on. Um, yeah. But like the one thing that I want to say about the ProRes thing, like I think, I think the ProRes is almost like a couple of other things that Apple has done in the sense of this first version. I'm really excited about it. And I'm going to use it. Most people won't be excited about it, and most people won't use it. But this is the start. This is like, I might be exaggerating a little bit, so I appreciate that. But this is like the Canon 5D Mark II. In the sense of it had a lot of limitations. Big, big call. That yeah. I know it's a big. I know this that, is a that's big. That's a groundbreaking call. video. Yeah. yeah. But 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 here's the thing. It's the fact that you could do the fact that you can capture ProRes on this device on your phone. It's not going to stop at the phone. We're going to see drones. We're going to see action cameras. We're going to see. This is what I mean. Where it's 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 going to be groundbreaking in the sense that this is going to start the process. And like like to give you an idea, so ProRes was developed by Apple and someone else, I think, but definitely Apple was involved in the development of ProRes, and it kind of floated. It 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 kind of floated along, but when it became mainstream was when Ari. So Ari is is a brand of cinematography cameras that are like the everyone's like oh what an airy um they're, they're like the Hasselblad of of video cameras basically um in fact they probably don't even want to be called video cameras they're, they're you know they're, they're cinematography tools um but when airy started recording ProRes internally that's when the whole industry sort of went oh okay we're all going to start using ProRes and I think the fact that Apple has put ProRes on the iPhone the dominoes are starting to fall. Hmm. Mm, okay. You heard it here first, folks. Mm. That's right. Exactly right. Now, Lee, you're going to talk about to... retro. Yeah, retro. That's one thing that uh, I was I was looking at some film cameras back in 
back in the day. There's a lot of retro cameras out there. I'm interested. What was your first camera, guys? Pentax K1. Yeah? It was mum's. Yeah? Do you still have it? No. Mum might. <laughs> That's where they came out, no, right? That's the I did take it. I, I, yeah. Um, did I bring that from Coffs Harbour back to Melbourne? I had it in Cobram. I don't know whether it made it to Coffs Harbour. I can't be sure. It was a friend of the family's and then, yeah. uh, then ended up using some old Nikon stuff. And my last Nikon film camera was uh, an F. 801X, F, something, something like that. Probably an S. It was, it was, it was beautiful. It was, yeah. it was lovely. Nice. You could nail, hammer nails in with it. It was sturdy. Mm. <laughs> nice. Yeah. That's always a good. That's always a good indicator. Yeah, mine totally. was a uh, Pentax MZ50 as a theme. There you go. Pentax. What yeah. happened to all these Pentax users? Ground uh, landfill. <laughs> landfill. <laughs> you might be getting Sorry, some in your that's arriving tomorrow. Yeah, true. <laughs> uh, for those who don't know, uh, Simon is going to be busy in the doing some uh, landscaping tomorrow. Right. So, yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, Greg Come and help. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember. I was in art school when I got my first. Hasselblad C501. No, it wasn't anything like that. No, it was a, it was a loner from the school because I was poor. Like an M10. <laughs> no, it was, I think it was a Canon. Mm. It was a film camera. I can't remember. I didn't own a camera myself we had point and shoots you know for photos of the kids and that sort of stuff but um no my i mean my first digital camera was the original x100 wow okay what is that that takes you back lee come on what have you got there Uh, why did i just clap it's because lee just went to the other side of his office and came back holding two pentax film cameras mz30 excellent Although my, first, although my first um, digital camera, this was kind of semi-funny. Um, I, I got a Nikon D60 um, and that lasted all of a week. And I was like, I want two dials and more buttons. And I swapped it for a D90. Yeah. My first digital oh. was a DC, I think it was a 3900, DC 3900 or DX 3900 Kodak. Kodak, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Back in the day, those things. Mm-hmm. Like, You'd get double mm. A batteries in there, and it would last five minutes. I had a Sony Mavica with a floppy disk. Hey, wow, wow! You're one of those people. I photographed um, the Accenture work party that was on a boat. I'm on a boat with floppy disks. <laughs> I had a stack of floppy disks. It was hilarious, and I've still got the images in my Lightroom catalog, and they wow. are this big. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they. I'm are. holding one finger up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hilarious. Um, I'm interested to know, gentlemen, open floor here. What's new in the world of photography in terms of equipment, in terms of technique? What have you seen out there? Uh, well, I know that with Lee and I, uh, DePros, that is, we've been working on the R3 product launch for some clients. Mm. Uh, that's a bit of a monolith. I think I quoted it as a monolith in my uh, review that I wrote. Um, yeah, I mean, it doesn't have a whopping sensor, but it's blistering fast, 30 frames. Um, it's, you know, it's a, it's a mirrorless, uh, it's a mirrorless version of the 1DX Mark III. Uh, in fact, it even takes the same battery and many of the same accessories. But yeah, it's a, it's a you know, it's a big pro shooter. It's for photojournalists, it's for sports, it's for really, really serious 
pro-wildlife photographers. Mm. Um, there were so, yeah. lots of them at the games, weren't there? Yes. There were, there were uh, lots of leaks of people using them at the games. Nothing open. Everyone, data. Yeah, just, yeah. Just, yeah, 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 there was that. Yeah, that's right. There were images put online, wasn't there? Everyone saw. Mm. I mean, it's only a, what, what did we say? Was it a 24.1 megapixel? Yeah, about that. Uh, stack, uh, back illuminated CMOS sensor, um, DigiX processor. Uh, it used, oh, the, the cool thing about this camera is that the viewfinder alone, I think it has like 5.6 million dots of resolution. Hmm. Like that's serious. That's, and yeah. it's quite a big, big it's uh, a viewfinder. <laughs> it is a, it's its own. I've had televisions that were smaller, um, but it, it now uses uh, eye tracking autofocus. So it, where you look, it will then make that the focus point. Yeah, so but you don't have Canon EOS 50. Yeah, can you do that. Yeah, yeah but that's it didn't right. Do very a film, well. cam- a this film is, camera did that. Yeah, but this yeah. is this is the new because no oh, one touched mean, it since then. You mean it actually works now? Apparently, we haven't. <laughs> they had a 50E. It didn't. Yeah, they've work. gathered, gathered no, no. all the data now, um, all the yeah. metadata from back in the day, and then bought it. I know what an eye is. Yeah, 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 yeah that's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. does look but, like a beast of a camera, though. Yeah, it's huge. It is absolutely. Matt Granger put a um a thing online today would you choose that what's the new nikon greg that's the same you know the D9. big nikon oh the z9 z9 there's a z9 yeah. coming yeah yeah and he put he put them side by side and said you know did a poll on instagram who you who would you choose which would you choose and i think that the nikon won by a hair's hair yeah wow i just yeah. kind of yeah of course you did you scoundrel i chose sony dude there's that word. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's that's kind of been the biggest drop. There's a couple of lenses, but they were really kind of second-rate RF mount lenses that they've launched alongside. Uh, the, yeah, there's a 16 mil that's a cheap kind of throwaway almost, almost like a kit lens. And then there's a 100 to 400 zoom, but it's like a 5.6 to f8. Um, mm. So it's fine, but it's not a pro. It, it's a weird launch partner for the pro mirrorless mm. That everyone's been waiting for. What did you say, Lee? It's been like seven or eight years since the One DX Mark III. Well, it's been, it's been a long a while. Time. I normally wait four or five years, but with yeah. COVID, it's probably a bit longer. But yeah. you know, as we're doing a lot of um, releases and light um, understanding of all these products, Greg said something very interesting, which was, "Well, this is normally around photokina time." So, yeah. I mean, September for us in the industry, that's that's like, you know, all guns blazing. Let's release everything. Uh, so I'm interested to know, have you seen anything in the pipeline else that's coming out? Rumours, thoughts? Simon, Lee? Well, I thought they were going to announce the R3 at Photo Plus. Obviously, Photo Plus has now been cancelled because they realised that it was probably a bad idea to put everybody in the Javits Centre. Yeah. Uh, NAB got cancelled today. NAB cancelled, yeah. NAB, yeah. NAB, which is like the big broadcast. Yeah. Oh, and the Ballarat Biennial just got put on hold. Oh, although that goes, for, yeah, sorry, that goes for six weeks. So, but yeah, that just film festivals been put yeah. on hold. Oh, yeah. um, bright, bright festivals probably not going to go ahead. Hmm. There's a good competition for years seven and eight being run by the uh, yeah, but it's no, it's not right. Yeah, dull. No, it's dull. Um, kind of like Lee's, the... Lee's room, saving for his uh, Apple products, turning off the lights <laughs> there. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, he about, sold them. Um, They're on eBay. And I haven't got my Tamron T-shirt on, but I'm excited about their the 35 150 that they've 
announced. It's a, it's a 35150. It's a bit, I've seen a photo of it now. I, um, I think Mark from Tamron in the US had it, one in his hand. And it's a beast of a lens, the 35150, but it starts at F2. So, uh, and I oh, think wow. it's F2 all the way to 75 mil or something. So kind of fast. And then it's 2.8 for the rest of it to 150, which will be, wow. should be a nice, should be a nice That'd lens. be a very nice lens. And yeah. is that for APS-C and full frame or both? It's Sony. So, so oh, it's, it's, it's Sony. Yeah. It's so exclusive. It's, well, it's like Sigma and, well, Tamron just announced a, a Fuji mount. Yeah, they did. An oh. X mount uh, lens. Wow. But uh, that, I don't even have a date on that yet. We don't even have a date on that. Uh, but yeah, no, this one's Sony full frame. Well, yeah. when, when you do get it, we'd love, love to hear more about it. <laughs> I will. I'll bring it in. I'll show you. Oh, sure yeah. I'll put it up near the microphone and you can listen to it. <laughs> listen to the uh, silent wave motor. We can do a Jared Pollan sniff test. We can do a Matt Granger. What does Matt Granger do with things? Uh, I think he just um... drops them. I've seen him drop many lenses. Oh, really? Yeah. No, he mainly tests them out on shoots and stuff as well. Yeah. Yeah. Does he flex his muscles? No, that's Jared. Yeah, that's Jared. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Um, I think I think there's some very exciting things in the photography space coming up, and I think the future is pretty amazing. Um, now, guys, this is a this is something I want to share with you. Are you oh. ready to talk a little bit of crypto? I'm sitting. You're down. getting an NFT. You're getting an NFT and you're getting an NFT. I like hey. the idea of that. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, uh, I'm bringing out a NFT project um, bought, bought to you by suggestgear.com. So you'll, you'll hear more about that next week. But uh, we'll have to set you up with some uh, crypto wallets and everyone's getting already, an NFT. I'm yeah. set up. I'm good to go. I've, awesome. I've still, I've still got the one you set up for me years ago. I just can't remember any of the logins or what what the name of the app was. Oh, but you could be sitting on a you could be sitting on a gold mine. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. So yeah, there's a big crypto project that's gonna gonna happen, and it's very excited. I've been um, doing some long hours on it, as in like five minutes. And but it's um, photography related, isn't it? It is. It is photography you can, related. You can at least reveal that. Yes, it's it's photography related, and it's to do with um. Uh, product. So let's just say that for now. Um, and the metaverse is coming. So for those avid listeners uh, who are interested in hearing it more or want a NFT upon launch, uh, hit me up and uh, I will share. And Lee, so how, uh, Lee, how, Lee how, Herbert, have you got any products you want to sell? <laughs> there you go, Lee. <laughs> oh, thanks. No, no, no one will give me much for my body. <laughs> You can you can buy in bulk. What about your lens? No, my lenses I'm taking to the grave. Okay, okay. But Fair I was going to say, Lee, if people do want to reach out to you, how do they contact you? Well, they can contact me at lee at blogcontent.com.au or through suggestgear.com. Uh, if you haven't checked out suggestgear, it's pretty cool. Do it. Um, or you just type in my name on Google and I'm sure my mobile number will come up. And Lee is, your Lee is spelled L-E-I-G-H. That's correct? That's correct. And Dipros, D-I-P-R-O-S-E. Awesome. Yeah. The first thing I get is you on Instagram. Oh, really? That's scary. I haven't used my Instagram account in a long time. I think maybe yeah, it's same. a generational thing. I haven't either. Just photos of my cat now. Does, does, it, does a new iPhone have Instagram, Lee? 
uh, not built in, but you can install it. I actually just remembered also they've introduced a macro mode. On, oh, I think, yeah, I, think I saw on, that. Yeah, on the wide lens looks really cool. Mm. That is cool. Photo or video, yeah. That is cool. Well, on that note, I wanted to thank everyone for joining this episode, episode 10, and we will see you next week. Thank you very much for joining. Bye. Bye. Take care. Bye. Bye.